So Chris, our bit, I guess, as much as any of our other bits are our bit, is that we're not picking episode topics based on either um, the current news cycle or um, anything really on the nose from our personal lives. Um, We certainly do listener requests, so keep them coming, listeners. Um, But yeah, uh, normally we're not just... um, too heavy into what's going on in the moment. But um, yeah, uh, I am, uh, we are recording on a Monday night, my time. And in 101 minutes, um, I am going to turn 40 years old. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I've been hearing a lot. uh, I've been connecting with um, 40th birthday discourse um, uh, in the last few days. I wasn't really across it. Um, weirdly, it seems a lot of people are less than enthusiastic about it. I'm not, I'm not sure why, considering the, um, wall to wall positive outcomes I have, uh, with every passing year of my life. But, um, yeah, uh, maybe people's, yeah, maybe it must just be guilt, uh, for people about how great things are going. Um, but I thought, uh, the idea of like something to, uh, do with something to do, with um, the various things that um, people use to um, track the progress of their life, like an idea about um, uh, if there's ideas or concepts that are adjacent to the idea of um, uh, how to, you know how people judge um, how well things have gone at a certain at certain ages, or what the or the KPIs of life could be fun or a funny one to do. But also, we could do something completely unrelated to that if you have any spicy ideas, because um, age is kind of immaterial when we still have um, thousands of episodes of this podcast left to record to get every human idea down. Yeah, uh, you know, time is a it's 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 a fabric. It's a nonlinear one, and um, you know, it's obviously uh, the case that we will live as long as there are thousands of episodes to continue to do. So that's, that's, I guess that's a, a promising thing for us, which is why, you know, the, the passing of some, someone else's metric, like 40, um, you know, is, is not something that has any, any meaning other than the excitement that you give, uh, to marking how things keep getting better. I think, um, from what you're saying, the, it's chump beans. <laughs> exactly. I think, uh, if you to distill, you know, some of the adjacent ideas to, you know, what, to, you know, how should, we'd be living or am I living as well? Like, you know, um, have, have I done these rites of passage or whatever? I think uh, one distilled idea at the bottom of that, which is one we haven't looked at yet and that I'd be excited to do is envy. What do you think? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. Oh, what a fun. Um, yeah. Oh, we should do vanity at some point as well. But yeah, envy is a really good one to do and uh, potentially like, yeah, maybe it'll be a flirty – it feels like a flirty, breezy one. It doesn't feel like um, a longish episode, but we'll see. I, I said that about cuckold, and then, you know, mm. we, we got really going on that one once we started it. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I wonder what it says about me that that one feels really right as the last thing for me to do on this last day of this particular year of my life here at Rank Ideas. Happy birthday. Sometimes 
Welcome everyone to the greatest podcast in the world. It's Rank Ideas, of course. And as you know, it's hosted by myself, Chris Endry, and my co-host and dear friend, Nick Deletovic. And we're on our journey to successfully uh, continue to rank every human idea on an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today we're looking at the idea of envy. It's hard to think that it will come out too well, but uh, you know we've been proven completely wrong in the past. Nick, what do you think? I think that the episodes where we're proven completely wrong are some of the spiciest ones. Um, also, I mean... This is auspicious, really, because this is our first episode of doing one of the deadly sins. Um, oh. Not our, fr- not our framing, obviously, um, to group it in there. But yeah, like it's um, as I, there's very few ideas that are part of like a really like branded suite of ideas that have a strong personal brand, and this is you know, so it's fun to be setting out on one of them. I think it's our first one. Um, I don't know if I have perfect recall of the seven deadly sins off the top of my head. I'm definitely pretty fuzzy on, I'm pretty fuzzy on the cultural origin of them. That would be fun to, to wiki hold. But yes, the, um, but yes, this is, this is one. Um, Would you like to have a crack at defining it or would you like me to have a crack at defining envy? I'll have a crack. And as a birthday gift to you, you can redefine it after I've failed. How did you know? (laughs) My, <laughs> my um, envy is uh, an emotional state r- related to seeing any s- s- state or position of someone else and and wishing that it was your own. But it's 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 a. Uh, but there's more to it because it's not just um, not just jealousy or not just idly thinking. Oh, I wish I could do that. There's there's like a it, it is its own. Um, I don't know what the mix of what, you know, how this, because the psychologists do, they do have a sort of agreed distillation of what the core emotions are. And I'm not sure what the mix of, of envy is, but I feel like there is a, an anger and a sadness and, uh, within there and, um, or is envy indeed its own emotion? Hmm. Not sure. I'm not sure either. It's certainly, it's its own idea. I think no, because I think you just hit the nail on the head, regardless of what, not knowing what the pathological suite of secondary emotions are. It is something that seems like intrinsic to it is the idea that it causes strong secondary emotions. Yeah. As in, yeah, it makes people really feel a way um, about things. It puts them in a, it puts them in a spicy state and it is the root cause of that spicy state, or at least seems to be enough of a root cause. Um, And then probably has, I get, yeah, I guess, I guess the interesting question is how much it's a secondary outcome of other root causes, but yeah, but I I think you covered it. Yeah, it's it's the idea of yeah, but it's it's not as you say. There's what it flatly is, which is the state of um, comparing yourself to comparing your situation to the situation of others and feeling um, having a negative assessment of uh, where you're at versus where they're at. But then it really it's 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 about you have. It's a, it puts you in a place of of feeling that you have to it's and and it's feelings that very commonly lead to actions or at the very least lead to repressions of actions that lead to even bigger actions. So yeah, it's on the face of it that sounds pretty bad. Um, the yeah. I guess this yeah I guess the first question is this is this an idea? Is this just is do we rate this the same way that we rate something like the current top idea sharing in terms of just how good is the idea to have in the space? Like how good is sharing or how good is envy or is it an idea like nudity where you're rating how useful, how good or bad it is to have the idea in the space. I feels like the former to me. I like agree. It feels I more strongly like agree. A, yeah. Yeah. It's not that, yeah, it's not, I don't think there's like a, I don't think people are, 
analyze, sitting around analyzing a construction of envy. I think it's a thing that people, yeah, it's a phenomenon. If it's a secondary outcome of anything, it's a secondary outcome of a, of a, of a conceptual space. And I think, and um, I think it's cultural conception is pretty well mapped. Like I, I feel like the usage of it um, mm. is not, is, is not its own force majeure in um, society. It's like, I think we're talking about this, more or less the same thing. Um, as much totally. as you, you can say that. <laughs> I, yes, exactly. And I think, um, yeah. So obviously on the one hand, it's, uh, it's a, it's denigrated in the discourse. Like it's, I doubt there'd be few, there would be very few people who would stick up for the idea of envy as an idea, but then it also is extremely at play. It's prevalent. Like people are, Mm -hmm. people are envious and feeling envy a lot. You're seeing the results of that very starkly and frequently. And, um, the, uh, um, that, that I could, it's, when you look at it, it's very easy to see why it would end up, uh, grouped together in a bunch of quote unquote sins, because, you know, if you have access to that theological construction of sin, then it, 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 I can see the appeal because it would really make something like envy make sense. That construction that it is a, um, sort of cosmic animus force, um, that we are susceptible to, or that lurks in our breast and, um, is, is, is a, is a constant temptation. Um, because otherwise, yeah, you're having to actually face the stuck, uh, fact, like the starker question of like, well, why is this a part of the human condition and how, uh, well, I guess the starker question of how baked into the human condition is envy. Um, cause I guess it's a response to resource scarcity at the very basic level, which is something that has been a fundamental feature of, um, hum- most human existence to date. But yeah, it's definitely, it's, yeah, it's definitely a yes ending quite a few steps down the track of just the basic yeah. idea that some have more, some have more than others. Like it's more than just, it's more than just a rational, cause it's, there's, it's not cold and sociopathic in flavor, is it? It's not just people being like, it's not just someone being like, I want, I, that person has that, I want that, I will enact the steps. It's more of a, yeah, it's, it's a, um, it's a poisonous outrage and upset, uh, of feeling at, at the idea, at the very notion that the other person has more than you. Yeah. And, 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 uh, or that the apportionment of what other people have is not, you know, fair, which is of course an idea that is very low on our list as well. Um, yeah, I guess that, and, and yes. I think uh, it, um, I think this is actually something I brought up within the fairness episode. Um, but if not, I mean, even if I did, it's still worth doing again, that, that study with the, the monkey where they, um, have two monkeys in a cage and the, the monkey learns to happily trade. It, get, it goes and gets a pebble and it trades it and it gets a bit of cucumber and it's happy making that trade. And then it watches the other monkey do the same trade and it gets a grape, which is crack for monkeys apparently. And then they go back to the first mm-hmm. monkey, give it, it gets the rock and it gets a cucumber and looks at the cucumber. It's like, what the hell? Gets another rock, gets the cucumber and then gets really angry and throws the cucumber in the cage. Um, I think mm. that's, uh, you know, that there's obvious, like, you know, like there are so many, um, small idioms and and as and also as you said big examples for where we would see envy exist and and why would it would uh you know uh, be repulsed by it. but it is something that's very easy to fall into on and and i i fall into it all the time and uh, because we we especially there's so much information out there about how other people are living and um you know when you when you have an insecurity in yourself and you know what you're doing or you know you're doing this the right way or how's this you know it's very you know we're we're so hardwired to to um to navigate the relative status and, um, you know, think upon the apportionment, you know, we're, we're, we're like pretty, yeah. um, you know, that's, 
that's that seems to be pretty consistent um across all cultures um but then there's this i i feel like this is interesting because i feel like this is a a type of phenomenon that's phenomenon that's pretty um you know uh most of us are going to experience in one way or another um at whatever in interval but um or to whatever degree but i still think it's it is it's a distinct idea that we could take and slice away and be like okay well um, this is not something I want to have more of or not something I want to lean into or not something I want to build my narratives off of because I think um, the case that you could make for it being um, something of utility to society would be to say, well, you know, it's good for people to see, um, you know, what could exist and what other people are able to build and have. And I think that that's, or, or you know, whatever circumstances people, you know, to take the information of what circumstances people might find themselves in that, uh, you know, fortunate, more fortunate than ones that, that you may find yourself in. I think that wedding your emotional reaction to that information um, in a way that, uh, you know, is is a mismapping of reality because then you think, well, like, okay, I can navigate, I need to navigate, like you say, I can navigate these steps coldly and um, whatever to get what that other person has. And then, you know, your pass fail in terms of your happiness or whatever your well-being surrounds that rather than, you know, this the sphere of things that are actually under your control, which is, you know, how you respond to the circumstances that you're in, or you may find yourself in or, or whatever, um, uh, regardless of how, um, how they land for other people. Um, and I, th I think taking that, like taking that, uh, I think that's, that, that would be the only defense of envy as something of utility. And I don't think it's good. I think it's, it's, it's probably, it's probably very bad. I can imagine the more society has that feature, the less interested I am in it, and the less, uh, less, uh, sorry, the more the more fragile it, it it is to the ruptures of reality that are going to filter through everyone's lives and societies anyway. Yeah, there's two specific things you've highlighted for me there, which um make it particularly rough is and um one is that it uh, as opposed to this to the sociopath who's getting a weirdly free ride rhetorically this episode um but like the it's the, the sociopath could do their horrible thing to um take someone out of the equation and help get what they have without ever having to have negative feelings towards the the other person where or persons whereas like in part of the delivery system of envy that is envy is it is about actually then it creates, it literally just creates a condition of feeling negatively towards your fellow humans. Like it's yeah. not just, yeah. it takes you beyond just, it takes you beyond just being like, I wish I had that to, I have hatred or anger or resentment towards that person for having it. Um, when yeah. I don't, um, yeah. which is pretty, which is pretty spicy. And then, um, also, uh, you've highlighted something great about, the interesting situation we're in where it is a, where there is no rhetorical buy-in to envy at a society level. Everyone thinks it's trash, but then it's happening all the time. And mm. potentially one reason, one reason is that it is getting smuggled in and piggybacked along uh, be, uh, um, through other ideas that there is huge group buy-in on, um, like fairness. And obviously, and for those, for new listeners, um, it's worth, highlighting because it wouldn't be we, we have found it is one of our less intuitive rankings to our audience even though it's one of our flawless ones as they all are um fairness is currently ranked 99 out of 110 ideas we when we discussed it in the episode where we discussed it and i recommend you listen to it um it is 
we we found that it is a uh, poisonously bad idea, fairness, and um, I think this is just one of the uh, ongoing proofs of that, uh, which is that fairness, the idea that um, that you can create a, um, a a cosmically just playing environment uh, construction as a way to, or you know, or even a constructed one, uh, artificially constructed one, um, through which to. Uh, enforce correct outcomes and then and that that can be and that that is moral and just rather than horrifically immoral and unjust um it's a super bad idea and but it is an idea that allows people it is an idea that people can invoke um uh you know fairness and other ideas like justice um can be uh invoked uh, as the idea that people are supporting when really they are being envious and showing envy. Um, And yeah, like there was another one I was thinking of just before another idea that people think of as fairly chill, but envy can get smuggled in on. I'll think of it um, if you keep talking, but yeah, the um, idea of, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there are some some of our ideas around determinism as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's good, Chris. The idea that people can just be resentful about the supposed their supposed place in the supposed cosmic hierarchy, um, and that they, which which will then give them a um, a uh, rhetorical position to um, uh, act out in ways that they get to feel fine about because of their sense of of again justifiable envy that they again I doubt they would be using the word envy for it. Yeah. Um, because of, and yeah, it's so insidious, it as you said, like, um, you know, it's something that we sort of, I, I imagine most of us re- reject in the abstract, but it, it just can, it just, you just, you just see it all the time. And um, I, I think one, ex- uh, like maybe just, just to illustrate uh, why it's not, not a good journey to go on. Like, say, for example, um, you know, I might be envious of uh, Prince William because, you know, he's born to be the top of his society and he gets access to all these resources. He can do whatever he wants. But do I know anything about his life? Absolutely no. And from what little I do know, would That's I, what I was gonna say my life for Prince Williams? Absolutely not. Um, and so, uh, you know, but, but the envy it, itself is a, is a filter from that information because you can be like, it's so unfair that there's these people that they just get everything and, you know, I have to work for everything that I get or whatever, you know, like, and, and that, that, that does not help you transcend anything related to your circumstances, the reality of, of, of life and its opportunities. And it, it is only inhibitory to, you know, would I, if, if, you know, you see on social media, a lot of um, uh, anger and envy um, all the time. And if, if people instead channeled that energy to, uh, you know, perhaps literally anything, it's it's pretty easy to mount a case that they would be, you know, if, if every time I looked at the royal family and got angry that I was, that they, they had all this stuff and it was ridiculous, like if I instead had never heard of the royal family and went outside and poured water onto a plant, I would be, you know, the, the gap in happiness is not, you know, you don't have to mount much of a case <laughs> yeah. to be that it's pretty, it's pretty significant. Um, and, uh, and, you know, that's, that's an extreme, those are extreme examples, but um, even at the smaller levels, just engaging with any type of information that you might receive about those gaps in the world um, that are, that do exist and are going to exist, um, you know, because you can't control the universality of circumstance um, and, uh, and yeah, or at any level really. Um, and um and and so trading in in that that anger and trading in the um, information as though it is as, as though it is as though the emotional response to the circumstance is it is uh, is real circumstance is uh, badly inhibitory and only going to lead to 
to negative outcomes for yourself and then the behaviors that you do as well and are not going to flow into yeah it really is the killer point chris and it makes me think about you know obviously i experience envy but i i feel like the thing that protects me from it a lot um the uh and this this um will be helpful in terms of putting it against other ideas on the list i feel like the thing that keeps me um outlier low in it as a feeling of all the negative feelings intrusive feelings that I feel in life is that constant remembrance that like you don't know what anyone else's life is like and mm. as a as a general as a general rule people's lives are hard <laughs> like as in like yeah. everyone's yeah. every as in as in something is going something is going to go down uh in everybody's life um and um the uh the idea and yeah the things that's what I was yeah thank you that's what I was going to say before the um Great the the laudable idea the the not laud- the idea that people think of as laudable and great um in the world uh this will be fun this will be interesting to rank things around i guess we already ranked actualization but there's another yeah there is extreme buy-in at a full societal level to the idea that if you improve people's material circumstances um then they're like then they will have better life outcomes yeah that is uh, and you know not to get into that now because i think there's there's a whole thing but like that is an uncontroversial idea that uh actually is at the very least interesting to interrogate but it is very intuitive to everyone that people with better material conditions or better resource conditions or better community support conditions better conditions that are conceived of to be better conditions will then are then having better happiness outcomes um which factually there is not evidence for and there is somewhat of a body of evidence suggesting the contrary and um my efforts to observe that recognize that internalize that in life have been handy for a lot of reasons um but um one of yeah certainly certainly have kept me low on resentment or envy towards others in my life, which is why, you know, I'm about to enter my 40th year, um, as breezy as a breeze cloud. But, Mm. um, the, in, in the meantime, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, um, opened up some funny, fun things to think about in terms of future topic discussions, but it definitely shows at the very least it's, you know, these, these are, uh, these are off the dome takes, but it feels like it's giving me a sense that's, I'm going to be thinking about that all week. The idea of how ideas propagate how ideas are enacted again and again even though everyone knows quote unquote that they're trash ideas and the idea of like the yeah this this idea of like stealth piggybacking or ideas that are um yeah uh remember remember a couple episodes ago when you were like did we actually did we rank fairness low enough <laughs> this is like another yeah one i still think like, that Man. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it's like the um, one idea I mean, the ideas below it are, yeah, also horrible. Just, just to be clear, it's not like Awful. it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not like it's wearing two jumpers. That's worse than fairness or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that can be a good idea. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that's really uh, what is it you just said that sparked something in me? Oh yes, the the, the piggybacking. Um, it's it's something that that exists simultaneously with other narratives that people will hold as well. Like, which is really interesting because I feel like most people, you know, no, like. Very, very few people would be like, um, would say one to one does more money equal more happiness. Yes, um, but you, but uh, you do constantly see behaviors um, of people not not even, not even necessarily pursuing for themselves, but just uh, having the narrative assumption that 
more money for others will also equal more happiness. And like, yeah, like, as you said, there's studies that bear that out. Um, you know, th there's a curve, it goes, it goes up and then it goes down a bit as, as you keep getting more money. But, um, you know, like, I, I don't think any, like th th there are also studies that, that show that, um, uh, sorry, I, I don't want to invoke studies too much in this because it's not, it's not a good practice to have given how much they are not replicable and how much, they, how frequently they get overturned. But uh, I think it's plausible and an interesting idea to interrogate that it's um, much less about the material circumstances that you find you're in, but yourself in, but how you conceive of what they mean for you relative to other people. And that, that seems to me that yeah. it's just, it's just envy is just coal in the train for that. Like, you know, you're just shoveling it in and, mm. you know, and uh, the, the more you look at it, the more miserable you're going to be. Um, and which is, which is an especially dumb thing given the lack of control you have over so many of the parameters in that. And exactly. Um, and given that, uh, you know, uh, you know, we all know, like anyone, anyone would say, you know, money doesn't equal happiness or whatever, or, you know, like it, we all take our weekend and hang out with, you know, nobody's working a hundred hours a day, even if you work very hard, you still take time with your loved ones over the holidays, or you still, you know, like to rest or sleep or whatever. You know, there's, there's just any number of things that we materially will put above um, that, but the, there is still the behavioral assumption that having more of something is going to um, inevitably is it is is irrevocably connected to better. And um, yeah, that that's that just feels like the smokescreen of envy um, piggybacking in on other ideas, maybe. Maybe I'm going to be yeah. thinking about it for a while too, but I think we're probably ready to rank it and, and let's, let's maybe start at fairness. Yeah, that seems right. Cause yeah, it feels like, um, fairness has to go below, uh, as in if, if going on the basic idea. So again, for new listeners, the, the idea of a relatively ranked of a, of relative list rankings, like everything being ranked against each other means that you can protect the best possible ranking of an idea by ranking any idea that is uh, a drag down component or a cross map of the idea below it so that you're imagining that, that I you're taking that uh, stream of the idea out of existence um, by cutting off that part of the list. So, um, you know, just even I'm on just that logic, a, I kind of want to sink it to last because like, you know, I mean, what's, what's our current last, like ideology? Yeah, yeah. Is that a better idea with, with without envy or with it? Like... Yeah, it's a good point. Like it is just like if I mean it might be the first. I'm quite stunned. Just to say, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking to line this one up and kill it. I mean, I wasn't warm on it, but um. No, but I mean, dead, deadly sins wise, as I say, it's funny because, like I said, like this conception of the deadly sins, they are the ones where, like, I'm trying to. There's probably ones that people would stick up for slightly. Like I don't know. I guess people would stick up for like lust, wrath or gluttony sure. on basis. Yeah, lust. Um, but yeah, this this one, yeah, it'd be a funny one to have. Funny Divorce feeling from the idea of the sins. It's just it's it's just its own idea. But I just can't I just can't see bad. that more of it is is in any circumstances anything other like it's inhibitory to understanding things. It's yeah. in, it's and, and the the inevitable consequence of it is is a is a kind of misery and a misery that's divorced from need. Like it doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Um, Sorry, sorry. I, I I think I'm just I'm just like really you know warming up the old hatred <laughs> legs on this one like to kick it because um yeah I I think it can go down from fairness which again I hate to say because I I every time we talk about fairness I like how did that not end up last <laughs> yeah um, but I know uh, right? what, yeah what do you um, think we're baking a hatred cake the um 
the thing, mm. so I guess the only counter argument, and I still, I, I think I'll read, tr- read a chunk of the ideas out on the list because that's always good for the listenership. But I think the only arguments for putting other things above it is the idea that because it is such a vilified idea mm-hmm. okay. that maybe maybe ideas that are constantly sexy and appealing to people or considered heroic or whatever um, might still be worse. That said, that is maybe counter to what to how we're constructing the list because that's suggesting that um, that's that idea comes from the idea of our current circumstances. If we were taking our current society and just ordering all the ideas uh, in an attempt to rehack this current society. And that's not the thought experiment that we do on rank ideas. The thought experiment on rank ideas is that we would be um, re-ranking everything to then uh, have a brand new um, uh, accounting. um, Yeah. Sorry. We, so we would be using the, list to create a new society for people who had never heard any of these ideas so they could take them and be like, all right, here are the good ones and here are the bad mm-hmm. ones. I think you dropped out for a bit there, Chris, but yeah, so basically I'm I'm talking myself back away from that point by saying that if we were if 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 it's the um brand new society idea of the list, then yeah, we really just have to have the worst ideas at the bottom. But that said, we have still talked about like sexiness as a thing that can extra can be a negative loading on stuff. If an idea is bad and sexy, then maybe it's worse than ideas that are just evidently bad. Um, but what if I just read out the bottom 20, it, that's, that's, that's a bit excessive, but just for the fun of it and yep. you, and it, it might help you feel so, um, ideas 91 down to 110. So at 91, we have tradition. Under that, we have free will. Under that, we have lying, then shame, then equality, then love, romance, souls, fairness, debate, rights, asceticism, cool, magic, faith, fulfillment, morality, natural, good and evil, ideology. I yeah I it's it's bottom three for me at least. Mm. Like hearing those, yeah, I, was like, I think well, uh, it's yeah it's hard to make a case that 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 they're worse. What do you think? Is that my only case is that they're worse? Is yeah again I I hate all these other I hate most of these other ideas more than I hate envy, but for unwritten fair reasons. But because I know that people in the current world have buy in venerate them um, yeah. to a lot of them. Yeah, but if you took that out, which again for the specific rank ideas thought experiment, we do take that out because um, that's not the situation we'd be setting up. Um, yeah, it is hard to imagine um, that it's that there's much that's worse than it. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously ideology, our current bottom one is just such a, t- it's, it's the worst thing about it. I mean, listen to the whole episode, but it's um, the worst thing about it is that it creates a totalizing worldview that is, um, by by def, by di, uh, by dint of it being totalizing is inaccurate and leads to inaccurate behavior um, and most of the worst behaviors in life. Um, good and evil are quite similar. Natural, quite similar. Um, morality, not so much. Like once you're into morality, like obviously morality is bottom four, that, four at the moment. That's pretty bad, but yeah. it's um, morality. Morality doesn't quite have the same implications of having to have a total 
view. So I guess this is the thing. Is it worse to have something that really creates a um, reductively um, no wiggle room sense of what the world is, um, like that bottom three, or is it worse just to have an idea that has no redeeming aspect to its argument? I know uh, I ask I, you that question uh, all the time, Chris. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's broken record. Um, I, I, it's a tough question, but I think that this is worse, and uh, because I think that um, ideology is something we collectively, you know, uh, fall to, and um, and in aggregate uh, is nightmarish and um, and appealing, um, both for individuals and the collective. But I think that. Envy is a even stickier one to the individual, and um, and and when aggregated across the collective, is the emotional fuel for ideology. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, like it's look. I mean, it's 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 too simple to put it in those terms, but I, I think just more in terms of the relative scale and the um, the relationship that individuals have to each of these ideas. I think that envy is thicker with threat i think you've can yeah you've convinced me and this thing thank you for letting me overthink it uh, rigorously um because it's really gotten me to the point where it's like some things don't have to be that overthought like if something's if something is only bad with no like at least ideology is coming from uh people's earnest attempt to try and organize the world in a quote-unquote better way <laughs> like envy mm. really doesn't have anything like that going on for it yeah, um yeah. any of the things yeah the the best envy ever gets is when it cross maps with slightly more forgivable ideas yeah, and that's that's a lucky intersection. Yeah, um, great. Well, this is a particularly fun outcome um, mm. for this episode uh, to find a new bottom of the list. It's been a long time. I think ideology yeah. was one of our early, earlier episodes. Um, that's great. As always, you know, like as, when you're suggesting ideas, listeners to us over our Twitter, Rank Ideas Twitter, or our Instagram, Rank Ideas on Instagram. Um, feel free to uh, shoot for the top or the bottom of the list, things that you yeah. might, uh, that you think might disrupt. Our current number one is sharing. So if you think you have something better than sharing that we haven't already ranked, then hit us up. Oh, do you know what's nice? Sharing and envy, mm -hmm. they're, they're antonyms, you know, in, in uh, like as a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Oh, oh. We did it again. Schmuck. We did it again. Um, that's great. And also, obviously, for those who just want to send in classic middle shooters, uh, just stuff that feels kind of interesting to talk about and unpredictable. Yeah, you want to hear us uh, take as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we know you do, and we, we that's okay. We, we'll, we'll do it. Um, well, Chris, uh, it's it's always meaningful to get to record these episodes with you and um, just, yeah, have all the attendant before off mic chat. And, um, yeah, uh, particularly as I head into my next, um, uh, you know, mid-level uh, state of um, theory of mind over the difficulties of other people's lives that is going to define my rip-roaring uh, 40s. Um, oh, I'm guessing, I'm, uh, so you did see my card. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I have just enough time before my actual birthday to do the thing I'm going to do for my birthday party, which is make a 40 song playlist with a song, song from a dance song from every year that I've been alive. Um, oh, that's fun. Send I, it to me. I, uh, we'll link it in our, we'll link it in this episode. 
That's a good idea. We will. Yeah. I've um yeah, so I've I've shortlisted every year already. This is how much I overthink these things. And I gotta say the bottleneck years. The bottleneck years uh eighty eight and um weirdly around I think it's two thousand and seven. That's like it turns out for me those are the ones it's quite hard to narrow down. Um but we'll, yeah, we'll see the but yeah, listeners will let you in on the final outcome. Um uh, because we we understand everything that's great about this podcast. It's not the easiest podcast to dance along to, so it's time for us mm. to offer some content in that space love you chris love you too nick thanks so much thanks so much sometimes commotion sometimes commotion rank ideas